and you're back to another episode of PT Mills Physical Therapy Podcast, your weekly serving of insights, information, and inspiration from the experience and expertise of Filipino physical therapists. I am Johan De La Paz, your host. Let's go on with the show. So in this episode, we are going to talk about autism or autism spectrum disorder. And to join me in this conversation is Grace Rukal, a physical therapist, autism specialist, and a functional medicine student. She earned her physical therapy degree from the Emilio Aguinaldo College and became a physical therapy staff and faculty in the FEU Nicanor Reyes Medical Foundation. At present, she is working in an outpatient facility catering to pediatric and adult patients. She is also the owner of Steadfast Review Center, Steadfast Boutique Photography and Fashion Modeling Agency. And once again, Grace Brookall Grace, welcome back to the show for take two. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> right. So I said take two because we this is our second chance to um, record this podcast interview because the first one, though it was good, the sound was a little bit low and I wanted the, the audience to really enjoy the conversation and be able to get whatever, you know, uh, tidbits of uh information and uh, advice that you'll be able to share with us. So again, (laughs) to start (laughs) with, (laughs) could you give us a little background on how you started as a physical therapist and and what you're doing right now? What's your roles right now? Yes, thank you so much. Take two. Um, (laughs) Actually, it's quite a journey. Um, I become a physical therapist. because I was inspired by my mom who got a car accident. And um, that time, I didn't know about physical therapy. Uh, I, um, I live in Bicol, where I don't see a physical therapist. And when my mom said, oh, be a physical therapist. And, you know, being a good child, a daughter, I said, okay, what is that? <laughs> and then I enrolled. I took a test in um, Manila. Uh, UST actually the first one I didn't uh, pass as uh, I didn't pass but then I was um, blessed to pass the exam in Emilia Ginaldi College and then from there um, I graduated 1995 and then it uh, FEU was open for hiring as a staff and also faculty so we immediately you know grabbed the opportunity um, hello to Dr. Dizan um, our former boss, um, who gave us a great opportunity to teach at the same time, um, practice clinics, uh, clinical um, work. So I was given that opportunity for eight years. And then we migrated here in 2003 and then have kids. Blessed with three kids, my, I'm married to a great physical therapist who's a doctorate in physical therapy, um, also a teacher of FE. Uh, um, E.J. Brucal, um, I think he's more famous than me in, you know, in the world of physical therapy. So we started FEU school. We've worked there for eight years. So now we migrated here and have three kids, got three beautiful children. And um, it's quite a journey as an autism specialist. Uh, I started because I want to help my son. Mm-hmm. He was diagnosed with autism. Every time I talk about this one, it's really mm-hmm. emotional. But then sometimes they said, you know, when you have this challenge, it becomes your strength. So 
you know, as a physical therapist, we don't have really a background of um, a treating uh, in clinical setting autism. And as a mom, it's quite a challenge. It's really a challenge when your doctor told you that there's no cure, uh, that we have to just accept it. And then I saw my son struggled. And at the same time, we struggled. Um, it's just amazing. It's just like hard because like, even though you're gifted to teach, to talk, to train therapists, one of, we've um, taught physical therapists and there are all over the United States or over the world, one of the best uh, some of them even went to being a doctor, but we cannot teach our own son. So that, um, I took it as a challenge. I prayed. And along the way, I have this opportunity to learn more on autism because I really want to understand it more. I didn't know how to even, if I have a, a patient with autism, I don't really have that background. So I studied it further and, and just through experience and through this, you know, schools that's, or um, even training, there's not a lot of training. So when there was an opportunity for me to uh, have a training, it was free given by my um, work. Uh, it's worth $2,000. I grab and, and it's free. I grabbed that opportunity and become an autism specialist. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks. So your your motivation uh, in in becoming an autism specialist is really close to your heart. It's for your for your child. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what was like uh, the main you know struggle or or difficulty uh, that you encountered as a parent, not like a physical therapist, but as a parent in in having a, a child in the, in the spectrum. It's really hard because I think some of the, I know uh, some therapists that's also a mom. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if you, we, we are in a medical field. We mm-hmm. understand, we have some background in doing therapy. Mm-hmm. But just imagine, I myself, I'm at loss. Just imagine mm-hmm. if that parent doesn't have any medical, there were lost. When your child being labeled or diagnosed with a, autism, ADHD, it's like um, the end of the world. But then, and that's the reason why I want to be a, uh, um, you know, um, a good model to this parents that even though you're having a hard time, you have to really be brave and set aside your emotion because this is not about you. This is about your child. If you have a long denial period that you are not paying attention because you're so afraid and you're so um, fearful that your child will not function the way your other kids do or the way that your child cannot function to play, to, you know, to even, um, this play sports uh, compared to the other kids. You know, it's really hard. It's first your emotion and then your acceptance. It's hard to accept. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why when I found, finally understood what autism is and I found something that could help, I said, I think this is the 
goal, uh, this is my mission in life. And that's how I started how, uh, that's how I started, you know, just educating parents, just supporting them. And even I'm struggling on my own. I have to be brave for other parents too as well. Right, right. That's <laughs> that's something that's very, uh, you know, courageous of you to, you know, uh, tackle that and, uh, you know, being strong for other parents as well. Um, going to autism spectrum disorder, could you uh, give us a, a quick definition on on what is autism spectrum disorder? Probably what are their signs and symptoms and how do like parents or doctor, uh, how would they notice uh, autism in their children? Okay. With that one, may I, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> can you sit now? <laughs> <laughs> so the, are these the, the, the slides that you use when you do your education and your autism one-on-one yeah. lectures? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I um, hired a virtual assistant and mm-hmm. I'd like to thank you by the way before I, I do this one mm-hmm. because the first time you interviewed me um, I was really skeptical to do like lives but then when you interviewed me it it actually inspired me I said oh this is so cool <laughs> I can do it <laughs> and then from there I think few months you no know, I become a host I have now a show like yours and I thank you so much for the inspiration mm-hmm. I get really inspired on what you do so I said oh I can do this too and so I started doing lectures <laughs> and here we go yeah. Um, I have a VA from Philippines. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a niece that makes the logo. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, it looks nice. Looks nice, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, with your question, what is autism? Let's start. Autism is a developmental disorder characterized by difficulties with social interaction and communication and restricted by repetitive behavior. So when we treat a patient, no, of with autism, you'll uh, understand, you know, we you, you will um, consider the social interaction is very hard. And also they cannot understand, they can't talk sometimes, they have a hard time with concepts. And that's, that's the, the struggle, or that's the challenge of treating uh, autism, kids with autism. By the way, when we um, call uh, kids, you um that's what i've learned you um use first kids with autism um don't call them autistic child okay Mm -hmm. child first before um the autism because they're they're people they're 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 people you have to uh call them kids with autism not Mm -hmm. kid Mm -hmm. right so that's what i've learned when i was doing the specialization so it's autism spectrum disorder impacts the nervous system so there's a range of severity of symptoms can widely vary. That's the reason why I think it was in 2013 when they just call it autism spectrum, because it's really hard to identify. Sometimes they call it mild, severe, you know, and each child are different. So they just like, you know, use that child spectrum uh, disorder. So in, um, because it varies, they're various with com- uh, difficulty with communication, 
they have difficulty with social interaction, or they have obsessive interests and repetitive behaviors. That's the reason why one of the early recognition, you know, if you're, if you're a mom and you're not sure, you know, so um, our audience here are mostly therapists, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So I know some, some therapists that has, you know, have kids with autism that's already been diagnosed. But, you know, if you are like a younger uh, parent and you, you know, you know, in your heart that there's something wrong with your child, you know, start early. I know it's, it's, that's the part that's like nerve wracking. And like, and like, and that's where the denial stage comes in. It's like, no, wala naman siya, no? There's, Mm -hmm. I think it's not that it's I think she's just gonna outgrow that mm-hmm. right so you have to take into consideration uh, the early recognition is very important mm-hmm. so the early recognition is sometimes okay when you know um, when you say hello and then you, you have to check the eye, the eye contact if your child is looking at you mm-hmm. and there's like a play interaction you know mm-hmm. sometimes hey look at look at the television and or look at the bird and then usually these kids will look at the bird and then you have to take note if that child looks back on you so it's there's like a communication even if that child is not talking yet but then there's like an interaction that okay you uh, that child look at the bird and then look back at you mm-hmm. so that's like if there's no um like interaction there because it's, it's a form of communication, even mm-hmm. if they talk yet, mm-hmm. like age maybe um, uh, one year old, mm-hmm. that's actually an early sign. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that um, some parents are missing. Mm-hmm. But on my case, it was, he was okay. He was okay from one to two. Mm-hmm. We even tried to video it. He was fine. And along the way, something happened. And that's why um, I want to emphasize on, on the causes of autism is it's more of environmental. It might be genetics, 10, just 10%, but mostly it's um, mostly environmental. And that's what, how I learn more and more and more. The way, because uh, you cannot treat a patient if you don't know the root cause. And that's the history of why I really dig into it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm uh, currently studying functional medicine. And for um, those who want to uh, you know, go to that route, I encourage you because we need more functional medicine um, people that would take care of the root cause of these illnesses because that's the missing link of our practice. You know, we tend to focus on the physical aspect. But you did you um have you noticed that you know even if we exercise this patient, this patient is not getting better because there is a missing link there. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why, guys, um, I challenge you to look at the functional medicine. It's just one year to two years. Um, it's just our certification. But then you will, you could add it to your practice for those who are wanting to open their own physical therapy, or you already have clinics, you can add that service and it will be one of the biggest in, uh, demand nowadays. So going back to autism, I talk a lot, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so early recognition, 
is very important mm-hmm. as well as the behavior behavioral education. That's why we have occupational therapy. Uh, uh, we have speech therapy, not just physical therapy. But in with physical therapy, it's very limited. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, um, on if you don't have um, background in pija therapy, and then you know, I have I saw this a lot, like when 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 I was practicing here, and there's like a new physical therapist that came from uh, Philippines, they get overwhelmed when I, um, and it's part of my training to them. I give them like that severe case of autism and they were like, <gasps> you can tell their face, <gasps> what do I do with this job? And then I would give that, <laughs> I would give that student, if I'm, I'm training uh, students here from different um, schools too, because I used to train students. So I love training them, like giving them the, the worst, the worst case scenario, because that's the way you treat train them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would give them the 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 meltdown uh, a client, uh, kids with autism with the severe meltdowns, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I would just observe and I would just smile at them. What do I do? What do I do? It's like I said, you do whatever it takes to stop the child from screaming. <laughs> So it's it's really a challenge for physical therapy. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, sorry, uh, in in those when you see, you mentioned the the early detection and you know, uh, especially in like the Filipino context, I think there's the the difficulty for people for parents, especially like Filipinos, is you know the denial and because there's a stigma um, coming from mm-hmm. like for kids having um, uh, autism. I mean, I think it, more than the denial, uh, the parents are scared that it might be, that their hunch might be true that the, their, their their children might have autism. So I guess that's why they keep on prolonging and prolonging going or having mm-hmm. visiting their their um, child, uh, like development doctors and, and therapies and stuff like that. So, yeah, so... Early detection is really like I, I understand. Early detection is really um, important so that you know you go with your child in their journey in their um, development so that you can also adjust in yourself. You know, learn to accept it early on. Yes, I'm glad you point that out because mm-hmm. when you are treating our kids with autism, you will notice that the 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 hardest part is the parent. It's the parent. And sometimes when therapists are talking, I said, I think that mom needs therapy too. And it is right. We need therapy because just imagine, you know, it's our everyday life. Mm -hmm. Um, You battle with the struggles of like, you know, the fear. And uh, you mentioned about the stigma. And and that's part of what um, my goal is, is to educate these parents that it's okay. It's okay. It's not end of the world. It's okay. You need to like, um, you know, just set aside your emotions and then help this child. It's not, uh, the thing is like with these people, you know, you will be labeled as a bad mom. Mm-hmm. And, and that's very important. You know, I would talk, um, you know, to represent us parents with kids with autism mm-hmm. because I got that. I got that at the early that um, they actually 
uh, see you as a bad, bad parenting. And that's actually just because they don't understand. That's one of the goal of me having this podcast to educate these people at the same time, this mm-hmm. pair that, you know, whatever they feeling, whatever their concept, that's why I also um, invited like speakers on mindset because mindset is very important. A mindset first with the, the parent, with a mom, especially the mindset of like, I am not a bad mom. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is not a curse. You have to to, to really be uh, bold on that, stating to yourself that this is not my fault. Mm-hmm. It's just somewhere along the way that there's something that happened. And those are the things that we cannot control. Mm-hmm. Because I, on the first stage that I was not educated, I blame myself. What did I do? Did I eat right when I was pregnant? Things like that. So when you understand the cause of autism, why this kid has autism or ADHD, you will feel like, oh, it's not me, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why educating these people, these parents, we therapists, mm-hmm. we will be a part of this education. Mm-hmm. We have to have that knowledge. We have to have that power of empowering these parents because that's our, our um, responsibility as a physical therapist, we have to be equipped to educate these parents having a hard time. Because when you equip that education, when you empower those caregivers with kids with autism, you will empower them to take care of your patient. Yes. Right, right. That's right. Okay. Are you about to describe to us what ADHD is? Okay. So, um, yes. Because this is very important. Like sometimes we get confused with ADHD and autism. That's right. why I put this one. So right. ADHD is the attention deficit. Yung um, in Tagalog, makukulit na mga bata na hindi mapigil. Mm-hmm. So that's how the hyperactivity disorder. It's also a, a different from autism. Autism is like yung may social, hindi makapagsalita, you know, uh, they have a hard time talking, uh, communication. Yung ADHD, mm-hmm makulit lang sila. <laughs> Sometimes like, hindi sila mapirme. Yung, mm-hmm. yung, ang likot-likot nila. Mm-hmm. But they, they can talk, they can understand, they're fluent, social. Sometimes social skills are also limited because they're, hindi nga sila makafocus. Mm-hmm. So, the problem here is they don't have a focus. It's also a neurodevelopmental disorder affecting 1% of school-age children. Symptoms continue into adulthood. Um, in the more than three quarters of cases, ADHD is characterized by developmental inappropriate levels in inattention, impulsivity, and hyperactivity. Yeah, so that's ADHD. So, guys, <laughs> and I think the the very you know, you know notable statement here is that there is an inappropriate level of inattention, impulsivity, hyperactivity. So, like I think, what in the context of Filipinos as well. Um, you know, they would say that, ah, makulit lang talaga yung batang yan. Ay, wala, walang problema sa kanya or something like that. Again, it's it's somewhat of a, like a little denial there that mm-hmm. probably it's not ADHD, but, you know, being able to identify it, yes or no, would truly mm-hmm. help the family and especially the parents to really yeah. understand the condition of the children. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. you are right. And I 
um, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. So when they're having our tips, this actually, you know, even the profession, uh, professional, even the doctors, when I was struggling and I was really at the venture of like being so down, I asked a Filipino of pediatrician here that's practicing 40 years, one of the best pediatrician, a Filipino, and she's a friend. And I was so hopeless at the time. And I said, doc, can you really help my son? And he said, I really don't know how to. Mm-hmm. And that is the turning point of what, what? Even a most, you know, the best doc pediatrician cannot help my son because autism is just new. It's not, it's, it, it started. Did you know that in 2019, it was just the ratio of one of autism is one is to 10,000. Do you know in 2020, what's the ratio of autism here in America? It's one is to 68. This is like a pan, it's, it's like um, epidemic. Like it's, it's you, you ask, you look around, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. One to 68, what is happening? So what it became is- more common now. Yes, it might be because it's more diagnosis world, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. why is it happening? Why is there's a lot of kids nowadays with kids with autism? Even in the Philippines, when I was trying to reach out because I found something that could help this child, these children, you know, I've been, you know, reaching out to the doctors and the family. And I even posted in one Filipino group about autism. There's a lot of like kids or parents, physical therapists having have uh, having kids with autism and and they too i'm like them when i watch them i said this is me like you know 10 years ago Uh and they find you know they find comfort when they they reach to me that i tell them what to do and this is the this is this and that and i educate them and and then i i help them through the process so i decided to coach them at first you know i just do like just just coach them, whatever I know. And then now I get overwhelmed now because a lot of not even, not just from USA, I get Philippines, I get, I even have from Turkey, <laughs> you know, people that's reaching out from India, reaching out to me. And so I, so that's why I did just decided I cannot coach one, one at a time because it takes time to really coach and you get this, this you know, emotional, and I don't have that, you know, um, that time. So mm-hmm. that's the reason why I said I'll just, you know, do the podcast that way, you know, I could educate more. You know what you can also do? You can write a book. Yes. Um, actually, it was I was inspired to write the book. Mm-hmm. So that's on the process now. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can share that too. Like, you don't have to coach everyone, but you can write every, like, yeah, tips or story. <laughs> or, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because this needs to be really um, talked about. Mm-hmm. And so, so autism, again, social uh, communication impairment and behavioral difficulties. So, so those are the hallmarks. Mm-hmm. So that's why they have speech therapists. They take care of the communication part. But then on a physical therapy, you have to really deal with, you know, how to, you know, just imagine you can, how can you, how can you teach this, this child when he's running, or, or, <laughs> running away? So, right. 
So, may mga tips ako on how to, on, on, as, as, as I go. So, yung social communication impairments is nonverbal behaviors, difficulty in interpretation of facial gaze, expression, and body language. As I, um, am, uh, as I've talked about yung kung anong meron or wala, o kung ano yung mga difficulties ng kids with autism, I will also input yung treatment na rin. So, difficulty in interpretation of facial gaze, expression, and body language. So, not unlike the other kids, when you want them to do something, they'll get it. But with kids with autism, you have to really uh, remember this. They have difficulty in interpretation of your facial gaze. So, they cannot get you when they're when, when you're mad, when, you're, you, when you want them to do something. So when you appreciate them, okay, you appreciate them very specific. So sometimes we said, oh, good job. That's not going to work with kids with autism. You have to say, oh, you did good in putting that red block beside the yellow block. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you have to smile. You have to smile and <laughs> hold that a little bit so they can understand that you're happy. So with, with my son, yes, I will do that. You did good in writing that. And then you have to, you know, since they have difficulty in interpretation of your facial gaze, you have to hold your smile a little bit. And then that way they can understand. So they have uh, difficulty in expression and body language. So hindi nila magiget because they have a hard time with concept. So give them time. Wag niyong madaliin yung mga patient niyo. Like, ayun, I just have to see you 30 minutes. So, give them time. So, lack of expression over uh, or over facial expression. They do themselves, they lack expression. Because they can understand. They don't know how how happy means. Yeah? So, they, they cannot understand. So, parang most of these kids, parang may blank face sila. Yung parang they have their own world. No? Parang malalim yung iniisip nila. So, yun yung mga non-verbal behaviors nila. Social-emotional reciprocity. Difficulty in sharing, enjoyment, and interest to others. Difficulty in relating to others. This is the sad part, you know, in social skills with kids with autism. You know, when they're little and you want them to play with other kids, it, it's, it's really um, sad when you saw your own child not playing with others, but he's going to go play on one corner, spin that wheel. That's one of the um, also things that you have to really pay attention if they spin the wheel again and again because they like repetition, remember? If they're falling, uh, uh, lining uh, toys. When my son's little, she was lying on laba-haba ng train. I said, they like to repetition, repetition, repetition. So, yun yung mga makikita mong mga signs when they're little. They line, they, they roll yung wheels again and again and again. And my son loves to do elevator, elevator, again and again, repetition. So, in treatment, as a therapist, okay, sometimes I, I would I talk to some of the therapists. They want to cut that. But then, how can you be in their world if you don't, you know, you have to get their attention first. And then that, that's the time that you can teach. 
So you find those um, things that makes them happy. That's that's that they want, and you go there, and then. So your goal is to just be in their world because you cannot teach them. You cannot teach them exercise if you're not in their world. You have to be in their world, right? Because parang pag nagtitit ka ng kids, dapat may you you have to see uh, how they they see world. So, kailangan babaguhin mo yung, yung aura mo. And then, you have to have empathy to these kids. Hindi pwede yung, kaya nga, if you are, don't have that quality, don't see kids with this, this uh, you know, disability or kids with autism. Kasi you will not be a, a good therapist if you don't have that caring empathy. You have to really shift your personality when you when you treat patient kids with autism mm-hmm. or ADHD. So, are so, you saying that you sh- like um, join the 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 kid in, in those play things okay. that like if they do repetitions, uh, promote it? No. Uh-huh. You, when I say join, you don't promote it. Just just like. Um, What's, uh, so when you treat a patient at first, at first will be really hard. So you observe first, where are the kids once, mm-hmm. right? So because each, each child is different. Mm-hmm. So if, her, if, if the, the child's interest is into train, mm-hmm. and that you, you, you go to that world that choo-choo, choo-choo. Mm-hmm. And that way you, oh, para mapansin ka. Mm-hmm. Because if this child doesn't, how can you teach them? So, but I, I'm not saying you promote the repetition. Because mm-hmm. may mga argument dyan. Yung mga argument dyan. Minsan may mga therapist na, no, putulin natin. Mm-hmm. I know you have to do it slowly, okay? Okay. Then it's the goal is to be in the world. But um, how can you be effective if they don't see you, right? Mm-hmm. But they have to see you first. Uh-huh. So you have to immerse yourself first, introduce yourself through yes. their world, then mm-hmm. try to introduce the things that you want the child to do. That's uh, right. You are smart. <laughs> you got it right there. <laughs> <laughs> so social communication impairment, developing relationship, difficulty kids with uh, uh, kids with autism has difficulty in maintaining friendship as they go to this you know adulthood. They don't have that friendship. It's sad, right? Because, you know, they don't have, know how to interact. And that's the goal of occupational therapy. You know, they train these kids with uh, cognition, uh, behavioral. They're more on that aspect. Tayo more of physical. So uh, let me, um, ang role ng therapist is very, um, sometimes when you don't understand you really have a hard time. What is my role as a therapist? You know, the physical therapists have a unique training in child development and motor control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this expertise allows us to assess a child in motor delays, functional performance, yung balance, you know, yung motor planning, yung tinatawag na motor planning. So minsan kasi, um, ang, so dito papasok yung expertise ng uh, physical therapy. So these kids will run as fast as they can. They are having a hard time with following directions. They they when you they when when you want them to run fast, 
they don't listen to you. But when they, you tell them not to run fast, they will run fast. So they have safety issues. So then you, that's the role of physical therapy. Focus on that, you know, train that child to have that motor skills, motor planning, young sequencing. So yeah, it's, it's a hard process, but then each child is different. So yung first treatment is just, you know, just observe that child. Ano ba yung mga kulang? And then you interview the parents, what are their concerns? And then you papasok na dun yung educating the parents and your goal. You have to be really bold with the, or educate the parents. What is, what am I doing as a therapist? Because if the parent knows what you're doing and you two have the same goal, Mm-hmm. That therapy will be um, that therapy will be successful. Mm-hmm. How early? How early can and can a child uh, go to physical therapy or other therapies uh, with you know uh, with, in the in the autism spectrum? How early can they go and have physical, occupational, or speech therapy? Okay, so we go back to the basic no? mm-hmm. uh, communication and social skills. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, mga three-year-old, doon pa lang nakikita talaga yung, yung symptoms. Mm-hmm. Except for two-year-old that's really having a hard time talking. Mm-hmm. They, they usually go to speech first. Speech uh-huh. first. Mm-hmm. And, and along the process na they they there are uh, yung some milestone they're they're expected to interact to play mm-hmm. and that's the time so mostly late na sa physical therapy uh, years old up okay so uh, the yeah you mentioned earlier na the thing that they observe for is is the social and behavioral so uh, speech and uh, occupational therapy would be the ones to address that. So later on, if they develop some functional balance um, mm-hmm. problems, that's when physical therapy can come in. Yeah. Okay. Later on, when they started running, uh-huh. I have a patient now, um, wala, one year old pa, but then ang, the, the good thing here in, in USA, they detect it early kasi nga may mga... Um, screening. Yeah, yeah. May mga screening. But the, that's the advantage, you know, that's the perks of you visiting, being a physical therapist mm-hmm. and you become a parent. That's mm-hmm. our advantage. So there mm-hmm. it is. You know, we focus on the good parts. We also, a mindset setting and very important as a mom, as a parent, because like, oh, wow, I have an advantage. I'm a physical therapy. I can deal with this. Let's that's do fair. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, you know, with, with parents na hindi... Um, you know, blessed na, na wala sa medical field, then that's your responsibility to help those. Mm-hmm. And it feels good. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of just notice when I help somebody, it it heals me. Mm-hmm. It, it it empowers me too. And it inspires me to be really good at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mga coping mechanism is very important. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. It it. In in helping others, you also help yourself. You know, yes. like empowering others, you also empower yourself. So, yes. you know, yes. it, that's what you're thinking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. well, again, you so social communication, developing mm-hmm. relationship. So this one, um, since they have a develop a, a problem with developing relationship, that's the time that you know. Sometimes in therapy. Um, 
I ask the parent to step out kasi sanay na sanay na sila. They need to to develop this like separation. Maraming may anxiety problem. So dun pa lang, you are actually promoting yung social skills nila that that the parents step out of the therapy, right? And they, if may ibang bata, you know, you introduce them and then, you know, hey, you you want to play with this uh, girl or so? So mm-hmm. you also uh, have that, you have to set that also as your goal. Mm-hmm. Um, not interested to other peers, so you you also do something with that one. Challenge and cooperate, imagine play with others. So they have restrictive and repetitive patterns of behavior, stereotype repetitive behavior. I think this is the one that you want to emphasize. If they have a stereotype repetitive behaviors, our goal as a therapy is to deviate that somebody to, to, uh, to, you know, to uh, break this cycle, re- re- stereotype repetitive behaviors. Because the way they function, the brain their function is that like, Um, I study um, also a health coach now with low-carb fasting and with functional medicine. Nako-connect, connect ko na. Oh, ganito pala. Kaya pala, ang kids with autism, they have this recycle. Kasi para siyang synapse siya, pero hindi siya nagpa-function. Delayed yung motor synapse nila. And, and the brain of uh, kids with autism, they found out that it's an inflammation Uh, if you heard about the gut brain connection, which I have uh, talked, but I don't like to emphasize here more, but just a gist of this one is na inflame lang yung brain nila because of this a lot of toxicity, um, yung gut gut leak naglilik may leaky gut sila, so their lack of minerals, so kumbaga para kang may super brain fog. Kung, kung tayo may brain fog, just imagine 20 times, 100 times brain fog ang mga kids with autism. Because it's just an inflammation of your brain. Namamagalang siya. It has a lot of oxidative stress. And it's proven by science that they already have that in science and research. So, kaya parang hindi nagpa-function. Ulit-ulit lang. Ulit-ulit lang. no So, because they have these stereotypes. So, Sometimes when we have as a therapist, naririnig ko yan sa mga old therapist na nag-train sa akin, is i-break mo daw, i-break mo daw yon. Which is, yeah, yeah, it's okay to break it. But then, yun, yun ang ano nila eh, ganun sila nagpa-function. And that sometimes, that's their calming, uh, calming um, way to to do it again and again. That's that's why they have this, you know, yung, nag, nag, uh, rocking. Yung, rocking sila because that's their uh, um, coping skills. Mm-hmm. So if you break them one, kasi just imagine, hindi sila, di ba very sensitive sila? Mm-hmm. And then they back, and atas pinutul mo yung coping skills nila. I, be, I I disagree on that. You know, that's just now that I'm learning more. You know, yung sa una na i- ibabaliin mo yung coping skills nila and then lalo silang mag-meltdown. Mm-hmm. So, ang, ang suggestion ko, isayaan yung mag-backungin ang coping skills nila and that's how they function. Let it be. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let it be. Ikaw nga, ikaw nga kung dyan sa situation na yan, you came to this this therapy room full of people, full of noises and then I rock back and forth to calm myself and then mm-hmm. the therapist told me to stop it. What 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 will happen? So, mm-hmm. again, you have to to see the patient in you in 
in their eyes, in their perspective. So, dun napapasok yung empathy mo. Hindi ka pwede, yung masungit na term. No, you don't have to do that. No, that's bad. No, you're not gonna be effective therapist. And you're not gonna be um, effective to them as well. Because mm-hmm. no one, these kids, they're sensitive too. They're actually super sensitive. Mm-hmm. So, you, it, they, they react to your, if they're upset, mm-hmm. if they're having a meltdown, you have to be calm as a therapist. Mm-hmm become if you cannot become don't treat them please you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so what if they're you mentioned you're rocking that's that's fairly benign but what if their repetitive pattern is somewhat self-harming and disruptive disruptive oh, okay. like banging on the wall head banging or 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 banging their heads on on their in their head so how would you approach that and and I'm uh, that's good uh, that's very good um question because mm-hmm. do na papasok yung intervention that's mm-hmm. remember we're therapists papasok mm-hmm. inter- PT intervention natin so when the child is self um harming nag nagdi-destruct ng mga toys nagano mm-hmm. okay so that's the time you discipline them by mm-hmm. paano natin i-discipline them so let them you know sige mag mag magwala ka diyan that's how mm-hmm. they do but sometimes they do this because you have to remind yourself again. You have to remind yourself that they do this because they cannot communicate. Mm-hmm. That's how they communicate. But you have to educate them. Hindi mo ibibigay yung gusto nila. Kaya ano silang umiyak. Kaya nga minsan means I said, oh, I have a crying session today. <laughs> so because I, I, you have to be also stern that they cannot get what they want. Because these kids are, they're very smart. They'll do mm-hmm. something. Uh, I forget the term for that one, but they would try you. They'll be like, huh, you, I'll do this one. But you have to also yeah. be sure that, hey, I am your therapist and you have to talk to them. I know they cannot understand, but with your expression, with your uh, voice, your stern voice that, hey, this is not right. Mm-hmm. You are not allowed to do this. Mm-hmm. And they'll cry again and cry again. So let them cry until they slow down. And yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's it's yeah. a it's a learning experience as you go. You'll mm-hmm. you'll be fine. <laughs> right. So I think that, that would be bad. You know that that would be a, a better trick techniques for kids who are a little bit older, where they can understand that. Oh, my parent, uh, my mom is not, you know, mom is not minding me, so I'm just gonna stop crying, so something like that. But for a little bit of a toddler, probably, what what other things can you know, parents or physical therapists can do? Yung may tinatawag tayong positive reinforcement. So uh-huh. these kids, they're smart. Uh-huh. If they, you have to teach them na pag may ginawa silang maganda positive reinforcement, you give them reward. And giving reward sometimes, you know, hindi, hindi ka magbibigay, of course, na nagtatan from sila. I just want to emphasize on positive reinforcement. If kasi, if they know that they're gonna behave, mm-hmm. you give them reward. And the technique here is to give the reward right away. Wag mo nang indelay. Kasi nga, may, nahihirapan sila sa concept. So when they do something good, give a reward. And then that would... um and encourage them to behave. Mm-hmm. Dito na papasok nga yung ano, which is not our uh, our, our 
scope yung ABA. Yan yung expertise nila. Mm-hmm. So, wala tayong masyadong training on that. But I think um, the OT has more training on on, on that part. Mm-hmm. Well, we can learn something from it. Kasi syempre, you know, being in you know the treatment intervention part, kailangan mm-hmm. we also... Um, reinforce <laughs> uh, uh, reinforce the good behaviors yes. during treatment session yes mm-hmm. and then also even though they have uh, like meltdowns this one is one of my tip is finish the treatment strong mm-hmm. with positive that that work or work these kids would remember that going to therapy is fun Mm-hmm. You know, you have to finish. Kahit nag-meltdown sila sa gitna, you know, you don't release them kasi nag-meltdown. Kasi masama yung impression nila. Mm-hmm. You have to finish. Pakalmahin mo muna sila. And then, and then do something. And then, yung ending, it should be like a success na kung saan. They will remember that therapy is fun to 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 go. Hindi yung na-trauma sila. Uh-huh. So, you end with success. So you give the rewards dun sa mga positive na nagawa nila. Mm-hmm. So kasi bata they're right, not right. the other. Sorry. Yeah, so um siguro um outside the ano na, na the presentation, your presentation is what other tips can you like advise physical therapists and and parents alike in in and caregivers in in managing or handling Um, kids with in the um, autism spectrum. Um, again, finish your treatment with success. Um, have the empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, educate yourself. Educate mm-hmm. yourself. Um, expect the worst at first. Mm-hmm. So you have mm-hmm. to be brave. And then relationship is very important to the child, mm-hmm. to the parents. You have to really be communicating with the parents. Mm-hmm. And just enjoy it. You mm-hmm. know, just parang nakikipaglaro ka lang. Right. That's very important kasi kids wants to, to play. Kasi again, hirap sila sa play. So be be the child na yung bumalik ka sa pagkabata mo na ang tingin sa'yo is a therapist that's fun. Because hindi, kahit sino naman, they don't like a therapist that's not fun, right? Mm-hmm. Even adult. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yun, yun mm-hmm. lang. Right, right. Nice. Um so yeah, with with all that the tips that you've mentioned, I'm sure that uh, a lot of like our audience have learned a lot from you regarding autism and uh, autism spectrum disorder and they can um reach you uh in If they want to know more, they can. Yes. Where, where can I, they contact you? Listen to you. Read about you. Yes, I finally have a, my podcast at flipyourswitchwithgrace.com. I have a website, and when I'm gonna give you that link, flip your switch with grace. Um, it's actually a general podcast show on wellness, mm-hmm. um, things that help these people nowadays. With this pandemic, a lot of people are getting anxiety, depression, and with 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 autism, um, I have also started uh, slowly started. I have a website which will be launched, and planning to have a book. I have um, 
I hope I can finish yeah. it. <laughs> yes, but I also, um, um, aside from having the therapy, I did something. I add. Um, I am also a health educator in nutrigenomics. That's helping these kids with their gut because you have to focus on what's causing this, you know, the information on how to decrease this one. Kids with autism has mineral deficit. So I know what mineral they need. So I do advise the the parents um, on what to do on that. So I have a certain protocol for kids with autism. I have a protocol for weight management for those who wants to lose weight, there's parents. Ang tawag namin doon is Balik Alindog. Yeah, my coach is a diet doctor from Philippines. It's getting big in the low-carb fasting. Um, and yeah, I have, just just find me in Facebook. It's great steadfast though. Mm-hmm. But I have groups where you, we just support each other because I believe, you know, um, you have a group when we have a, when we feel that we belong, that's why now uso ngayon mga groups. So we will help when we feel that we, we belong, we belong to each other. It's, it's nice just to help each other. And, you know, by helping each other grow, we can have a better place to live. Right, right. right. And we are, and I'm going to post all your links in the show notes and description. Right. I think you can also, you can already like stop sharing the, presentation yeah i just <laughs> i uh, i just have my last three questions for you before we end this um podcast my last bites so first question is i'm nervous <laughs> <laughs> if your life is a dish what dish would it be um you know adobo adobo yeah which uh, adobo? adobo like chicken pork <laughs> or chicken pork oh, I changed my mind I changed my mind see oh. I have ADHD <laughs> menudo 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 uh-huh. colorful uh-huh. <laughs> menudo because it's colorful okay good um, number two is what's your recipe for success my recipe for success is number one is caring yeah. you know you have to be this caring person and um, to share what you know, mm-hmm. because I think just you, you know, you created this podcast because you care, you care. And, and it starts from there. You have to be grateful mm-hmm. when you have those caring, grateful, God will help you mm-hmm. have a successful life and you will be happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, caring. Yeah the most uh, your secret ingredient for success <laughs> and uh my um last question is what are the three ingredients or three things that you find essential and true in your life so what are the three things that make up grace brokat mm, that's a hard question <laughs> i'm not you didn't tell me this that you're gonna <laughs> Okay, Grace, who, it's just like, who am I question, right? Right. What um, is true to you? What What do you believe in? What's your virtue, your value, your principle? Okay, one is, um, I believe in when we help each, when we help people, you also help yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing. You know, I have this struggle, this, this uh, mission. Mm-hmm. If I was able to help myself, my son, by the way, my son is doing good. He's almost out of spectrum. Um, yes. And I went to that doctor who told me that there's no 
you know, we cannot say it cures, but there's no hope. I beg to disagree. There is. So when I have that mindset, number two is like, don't stop learning. You know, um, having this brain fag, because I have also a lot of oxidative stress in my brain, a lot of stress. Um, I found something that could help me. You know, it's we're just lack of minerals. And then when my brain started functioning, I started to learn and learn and learn. Never stop learning. Mm-hmm. Number three is just be happy all the time. Because um, as a therapist, you know, if you're grouchy, nobody will like you. That's <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So always have fun. <laughs> I love having fun. Mm-hmm. That's why I have a lot of fun business at the side too. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're very busy. You're very busy. All right. So if first one is if you help others, you help yourself. Don't stop learning and just be happy. Yes. Life is short. Be happy. Graceful Don't be happy. Right. Yeah. So as a... Take away yung pabaon natin to our audience. Uh, what do you want our audience to take away from this episode? That sometimes God will give us a challenge, a problem. But actually, that is your cue of your mission in life. Like for me, again, um, when I have a son with autism, that I thought it's, it's the end of the world. But actually... Um, that was my mission mm-hmm. to prove wrong that there's no there's no um, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So I didn't stop. I didn't stop learning, mm-hmm. and I stopped praying. Mm-hmm. And again, when you are um, ha- on that situation, you know, step step back. Like, mm-hmm. okay, what is what is God telling me to do? And when you have that, you will see the answer. You will see your life. And I also want to emphasize, you know, because I have students in the Philippines, because this is a Filipino community that doesn't have that opportunity to come to United States. I also, I mentioned this in the last episode that success is not just where you are. Success, yung kasi I have talked to one a student that um, he feels that she's a failure because she's in the Philippines. She was not able to come here in the United States. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, here, I challenge you. Success is not, you know, just because you came to America. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in the Philippines, do something that could help this community, this world. A lot of people are getting anxiety and do something. Mm-hmm. And that is a success. Mm-hmm. When you change something else, somebody else's life, when you inspire people to do something, when you have helped this person to have that vision that he can be that and that, mm-hmm. that's success for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Right. Powerful, powerful. Yeah, I, I do agree with you that I believe that God wouldn't give us anything that we can't handle. So it's not a challenge. It's not a punishment. It's just that it you can. You can handle it. That's why it was given to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. have a call and do something mm-hmm. about it instead of being like, oh, I feel self-pity. Mm-hmm. You know, step that aside. It's not about it. It's not about you. It's somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. Just like a 
physical therapy. You know, there are patients that's really grouchy. It's not about you being, you know, how you feel. Mm-hmm. Help the person. Yeah, and that's our calling as a physical therapy. And also, I like what you said about success, that it's not where you are, but what you made yourself, if you you really are into what you're doing, if you're helping people, making yes. them better, then that's successful. That's success for you there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and whatever... How you, how, however you measure success, you have to measure it not by, by how much you're earning or where you're working, but how many people or how many lives you touch and change. Yes, and that's, that's very important. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That's the true meaning of success for me. That's true. I agree. All right. Again, thank you very much for our take to interview, Miss Grace. <laughs> I have uh, the time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nah. And, and I've and heard a lot. Yeah. And, and the yeah. sound was great and was good. So, again, if you want to learn more about autism and what Miss Grace is teaching, you can reach her in those websites that we're going to post. Um, mm-hmm. You can join her Facebook groups again. Also, uh, I would also like uh, include that in the description notes. Again, thank yeah. you, Miss Grace. So thank you so much. And to those uh, uh, therapists in the Philippines, I am launching uh, online online business there. So this is the time um, I'm going to help you. And and even you, if you're in the Philippines, contact me. I can help you. All right. Yes. Shout out to Miss Grace. <laughs> thank you, Miss Grace. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. And there you have it, another episode of PTN Physical Therapy Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, do check out Grace Brookhouse's uh, Facebook page, website, YouTube channel. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback about the podcast and this episode, let me know. Uh, send me a message in Instagram and Facebook. Uh, search at PTNL Podcast or um, email me at uh, ptmealpodcast at gmail.com or check up the website ptmealpodcast.com see you next week or see you next time whatever